dangers here, right? Some dangers in being children, right? Children are tossed to and fro. I don't know if there's kids actually being tossed, but they're tossable, right? They're movable, right? Uh, like when we're children, we can be moved around. And, and Paul's talking about like, you got to be rooted in, in what's true, in, in what is the truth of God's word. You can't be, you can't be pushed out of your, your faith because there are things that will come, waves that will come that will, will knock you down. I've had uh, some doozies, some waves hit me, waves that would, would otherwise have moved me, would have pulled me out to sea or pushed me down the shore. If, if I hadn't grown, from being a child. And if I hadn't had people who were around me that, that's coming in verse uh, 15 about, about speaking the truth in love and people coming alongside me and speaking the truth in love and, and the whole church working together and saying, saying, we won't be moved by this, by the waves, the trials that come. There's other warnings uh, against uh, being a child uh, about staying as a child, that, that you're, you're easily deceived by human cunning and craftiness. You'll, somebody will say something and, and you'll believe it. You'll, 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 oh, what's that? Well, that sounds nice, right? Uh, I, actually, I actually want, I was, Corbin, I can always count on you. I didn't tell you I was going to do this ahead of time. Chloe, I'm going to need that microphone. Corbin, my man, you'll, you'll come up here for a second? Okay, come on up here. I'm going to use this microphone right here. Okay, just we're going to do a little for instance. Okay, they always say don't ever hand the person the microphone but to hold it. But I can't see any risks here. Do you see any risks? I could just hand it to you, right? Okay. You're going to do anything crazy. Okay. Tell everybody what your name is just in case they don't know. My name's Corbin. Corbin. Yes. Okay. And uh, I can always count on you. I knew you'd be willing to come up here. And I'll, how old are you now? Talk on the mic. Tell everybody. Eight. Eight. Okay. And eight is great, right? Yes. But do you want to be eight? Do you want to stay eight? Or no. do you, okay, what, how old do you want to be? Uh, how old I am. You want to be eight. You're just so content and satisfied. Is there anything that sounds awesome? Hey, you know what? Actually, can I just move you right over here? There we go. There we go. Okay, so these people here. Tell these people over here. Is there another age you'd want to be? Something you're looking forward to? Thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah, teenager. What, what are you going to be able to do at thirteen? Actually, you know uh, what? That light's kind of weird. I'm going to move you right over here. There we go. Right there. Okay. What do you, what do you want to be, 13? Because I, I would be able to be in youth group. In youth group. Yeah, you'd be like, oh, and maybe even a little bit before that. Okay. That's maybe too far back. I'm just going to move you right over here. Is that, is that okay when I'm moving you? Do you like, are you okay with being moved or you kind of don't like being moved? I don't like being moved. You don't like being moved. Okay. You'd rather just move yourself, right? But because you're eight... I can still move you pretty good, right? You're pretty movable. If your dad were up here, I probably couldn't move him, right? Yeah. Yeah, be a little bit tougher. I've tried. Couldn't move him. He's a little bit more immovable. So then, then you want to grow, right, so that you aren't moved anymore, right? Okay. Here's what I want you to do. You ready? Okay. Grow. Grow. You want to grow, don't you? Yeah, I can't grow. You can't grow? You, but you really, really want to, right? Okay, here's what I want you to do. I want you to, like, really, really want to. You really want to grow. Okay, right? You want to grow, right? Okay, grow. 
You can't, right? I hope I didn't embarrass you. I was just making a point. Thank you very much, Corbin. Everybody applause for Corbin. You can take the mic with you, okay? Okay. He wants to grow, but he can't grow. Uh, I had a prop that I didn't bring out with me, so you're just going to have to imagine uh, that I have this prop. I had a a, a plant. Uh, It's like an olive tree set right here, and have a little pep talk with this olive tree. So imagine this is an olive tree here, okay? Have a little pep talk with this olive tree. Okay, olive tree, I need you to grow, okay? Now, imagine what you could be if you were a fully sprouted olive tree, okay? Ready? I want you to think about what it could be, okay? I can't inspire this olive tree to grow. I can't tell this olive tree to grow. I actually, I could try this. Don't you see how mature all the olive trees are around you? Why won't you just grow? Grow already, come on. I can't use, I can't use shame as some kind of motivation, directive motivation to, to, to grow this olive tree. There are forces at work here that are causing growth that are outside of our control. And so, just like Corbin and this olive tree, There are a couple of principles about growth. If we accept that we, in fact, need to grow, there are some things that we need to accept are not things that will help us to grow. We don't grow by trying really hard, right? I don't know how hard you tried, Corbin, but there was a problem there, right? You didn't believe it was possible. But even if you did, if it was just about your faith, no matter how much you believed, no matter how hard you tried, you wouldn't be able to grow, would you? You'd be stuck at eight, plus a second, plus a second, plus a second, plus a second, all the way until you turn nine, right? You are growing. We are growing. But it isn't a, a function of our effort. Growing is not a, a function of of somebody motivating or inspiring or telling us. You can't just show up on a Sunday and hear a nice message and have me tell you, you need to grow and walk out of here and be grown by that. See now, we also, and this is the one that we tend to to do most often. When I'm talking about growing here, it's important to know I'm not talking about physical growth. I mean, Corbin and I were talking about physical growth, but we're talking about spiritual growth here. Paul, as he's writing to the church of Ephesus, he's talking about spiritual growth. He's saying you need to grow. You cannot remain spiritually children. There are real dangers in remaining spiritual children. So one of the solutions we might have is we hear this message and we, and we hear, we've got to grow. We've got to grow. I've got to grow. I need to be more mature. I need to grow in my faith. I need to grow in my disciplines. So we think, I'm just going to look like I'm mature. Fake it till you make it. Act like a mature Christian until you become a mature Christian. Right? That would be the equivalent of Corbin strapping on dad's tool belts, uh, and hopefully there's some suspenders on there too, and showing up at the job site and saying, guys, here's what I was thinking. Right? You guys could imagine that. Putting on a suit, walking into a bank, pounding on the table and saying, we need diversification. 
it's going to look, it's going to look funny because here's, here's Corbin just pretending to be uh, a mature adult. And he's very mature, very mature eight-year-old. Uh, but he's clearly not yet an adult. See, kids get it. Kids get that they've got some growing to do. The problem comes in adulthood. See, because we have the bodies of a mature adult, but the, our spiritual maturity is closer to that of children. We become really good at paying attention the way that mature believers act and think and talk, and we can kind of mimic that behavior. Or we can convince ourselves that with enough effort and focus, we can, we can grow in the way that we need to grow. See, there's a counterintuitive, an upside-down approach that Jesus offered. When Jesus came, his message, when he was establishing his kingdom, establishing his church, was, the invitation was, follow me, follow me. And later it was, abide in me, be joined to me. See, Jesus is the head, the church is the body. The invitation was to follow. See, Jesus, when he encountered Nicodemus in John 3, Nicodemus was a leader in the temple. He knew his Bible, had it memorized. The guy was the leader of leaders. And so he went to Jesus in secret, and he said, tell me what I need to do in order to, to enter into the kingdom of heaven. And, and Jesus says to him, you must be born again. Born again. Start over. Nicodemus didn't get to take all of the maturity that he had gained to that point. It was what Jesus was inviting him to is, when you place your faith in Jesus and start to follow him, you become a new Creation. You're a new creature, which means starting over at baby. We become a baby, a brand new baby, when we first place our faith in Jesus. And though we want to be older, we try to accelerate the process, we are just a baby. In fact, Peter encourages this to those who have first uh, place their faith. I'm going to 1 Peter uh, 2, Lincoln, if you don't mind putting that up on the screen. Peter is instructing those who are, uh, who are new in their faith that this is what they should do, like newborn infants long for pure spiritual milk, that by it you may grow up into salvation. This pure spiritual milk, the simple truths of God's word, long for that. He's telling adults, you need to become like babies. Be nourished. Be guided. Be protected by these, these elemental truths. These, um, the truth of the gospel. Be connected to God's people. You need to behave as though you're in need of a whole lot of help. Next is Matthew 18. 
uh, Matthew 18, verse 2. These are the words of Jesus. He, he's gathering, a tr- gathering children around. He brings a child. He puts his arm around him, maybe. That's what I picture. And he's speaking to a group of people, and he says to them, uh, he says to them, he put him in the midst of them. And the next, the next slide will show the rest of this verse. And he said, truly, I say to you, unless you turn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Now, wait a minute. Paul is saying we can no longer be like children. And Jesus is saying, unless you become like children, you are never, you're not going to enter the kingdom of heaven. See, the problem as we, as we progress, we want to be older, we want to be more mature, but the path to that is actually to become like children. It's actually to go in the other direction. It's to recognize, hey, I need help here. I need guidance. I need nourishment. I need protection. I need to be rooted here. I need to be protected here. And see, this is God's great purpose for the church. Now, I wanna, I'm jumping around a little bit, but I want to show you Ephesians uh, 4, verse 12. And this is what you've been hearing. What's your role in the church? What is the purpose of the church? What is God's design for the church? What are we doing here? It says in Ephesians 4, it says that the work of the leadership of, around the church and the foundational uh, apostles and prophets, the work is to equip the saints, it says right here on the screen, to equip the saints, which is all of you, which is all of us, for the work of ministry. So who's doing ministry? All of us. All of us have this ministry. What is that ministry? Building up the body of Christ. It's growth. The church is about growth. Growth happens in the church. The ministry of the church is growing up the church. Growing up the church collectively, growing up the church, each one of us individually. The work of the church is growing each other up. We must grow. But we have to become like children. Where we're recognizing, hey, we we need this. So the process then, when somebody first places their faith in Jesus, is to uh, become like a baby, like children, to connect to Christ, to, to join with him. And the way that we do that is by joining the church, which the Bible says is the body, okay? The church is the body of Christ. Christ is the head. So we're joined to each other. We're joined to Christ. You're walking with Jesus like a child, needing, depending, being protected, being guided. In humility, we're saying we need this help. We connect to the body. We receive the ministry of the church. And so what that looks like is you're in a community group. You go to essentials or equip uh, or just meeting at gear up, you know, sitting at a table and, and you know, like talking to each other. Uh, like, Katie, you, uh, you, you have been walking with Jesus for a while. You're, you're not done. You're not fully Jesus, right? You would agree you're not fully Jesus. But you've learned some things about following Jesus. So you could share that, right? Like, you could tell somebody, like, here's what I've learned along the way, Right? In humility, say, I'm still growing, but here's some things I've learned. And what are you doing in that moment? You're building up the body, right? You're doing ministry, right? Sitting at gear up, enjoying delicious coffee, doing ministry. That happens as you're serving in children's ministry or on the safety team. 
You're going to get to know people. You get to share. Here's the difference Jesus has made in my life. You're doing ministry. You're growing up the body. How long are we going to do this work? Look at verse 13. Until, it starts with until. We're going to be about this work. The church is about this work until we attain the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to mature manhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Until we're fully mature. What does mature look like? It looks like Jesus. So in the time between now and when Jesus returns in glory, we are about the business of helping each other to look more like Jesus, to grow up. We've got to grow. Maturity. Maturity is love. That, that could be my fault. I, I turned my head. Don't turn your head. I did that earlier with this same mic. Maturity is love. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sneak ahead just a little bit because this is what we're going to be talking about in the coming weeks. And I didn't tell Lincoln that I was going to go here, but uh, verse 15 and 16, rather speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head into Christ, from whom the whole body joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped. When each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. See, what begins as like a child is not particularly motivated by this great love for mom and dad. It's kind of like, well, they have to because they're kids, right? Uh, and mom and dad are the boss. Uh, but what happens over time through repetition, through the relationship, First John says that perfect love casts out fear. When love is perfected, when we're more and more like Jesus, our, motiva our motivations are our love. We'll know when we're grown up, when we are motivated purely by love in our relationships, in our marriage relationships, our parenting relationships, our working relationships. We're motivated by love. What we're working towards in growing the body is growing the body in love. That's what maturity uh, will look like. So here we are on uh, All Church Sunday. Generationally, we get to look at um, all of us in different stages of our growth, being about the business of growing each other up. In some areas, some of us are very strong, very mature, but weak in others. And the inverse is true of somebody else. So what we get to do on All Church Family is our All Church Sunday is demonstrate generationally what it looks like to follow Jesus, to love Jesus. I'm going to invite the band to come forward because here's, here's what we're going to do. We're going we're gonna to show our kids what it looks like to worship with our singing, to worship with our bodies as we raise our hands, 
And we become like children when we hold our hands up and we say to Jesus, Jesus, hold me, help me, guide me, protect me. In humility, we become like children and we worship like children. And we're going to take communion here in, 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 in just a moment right after I pray. And if, uh, if your kids are believers, you can guide them through that. If, if not, just demonstrate for them what it looks like to remember Jesus every single week when we gather. Will you, will you pray with me? Jesus, we, we praise your name. We thank you that you're calling us to grow, and we do that by becoming like children. We, we want to remain firm in our faith that when the waves of, of trials and, and, and things that are easy to believe that could push us off, of course, when they come through, we, we reject them because we are firmly rooted in the truth of who you are we would speak the truth in love to each other, that we would be about the business of growing each other up, that we would desire to grow, that we would not, that we would be patient without being indifferent, that we would actively desire growth while patiently waiting for it, patiently pursuing it. God, would you help us in this time, in this moment as we, as we worship you, would you soften our hearts that, that we would desire growth and that we would seek and pursue relationships. God, hear our, hear our worship as we worship you. In your name we pray. Amen.